welcome to the Not Quite the Afterglow podcast, your chance to see inside the mind of a British 40-something man and his 30-something wife. Not your average couple, but then this is not your average podcast. Hey everyone, you're listening to episode 16 of Not Quite the Afterglow. My name's Richard. And I'm Chloe. First episode of the new year. It is the first episode, and it's episode 16, it's our sweet 16. Last episode recorded live in New York City, now we're back home in the UK. Yes, we are, and uh, we've survived our journey back, and we've survived Christmas, although I've barely survived because I have some sort of viral throat thing at the minute, so apologies for putting this podcast out a little bit later than normal, but I have literally had no voice. I was in my office today in London, everybody seemed to be poorly, everyone seems to have this horrible Christmas afterglow this horrible christmas oh, is this the grimace come down? on their face the come down the, the come, come down. down everyone seems to have this cough or this lurky they've been struggling with since christmas it's horrible i think it's because you're I've spending you're spending more time with your family in a confined space with the heating on and you're pretty much apart from a bit of sprouts and veg with your christmas dinner eating no vegetables or fruit is that what it is i i think it's worse than that i think it's the fact that you work all year and Christmas is you, you stop. Your body's not used to stopping. Your body's used to running 100 miles an hour. All of a sudden you stop and then your body's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens with the school holidays and stuff. You see it with the kids. Sure. As soon as they stop being at school, they'll end up being ill and stuff, something like that. But actually, we've done very well because they haven't been very poorly over Christmas or anything. It's just, it's just been me, basically. When we came back from um, New York 2016... The year before, not not so not 2017, 2016. So let's quickly explain. This is in 2016. I left my job in America and said, right, it was a spur of the moment thing. Let's take the kids to New York. And I think you thought I was a bit mad, you know, go to go to New York at Christmas. You are not one for being spontaneous and and doing something like that. So it was completely. I couldn't even believe it. It was a real once in a lifetime thing. Until this year, when it became a twice-in-a-lifetime thing. We go for coffee and we go, should we just go on holiday? No, we didn't. You did. Well, we we, we got, we'd gone out for breakfast at a restaurant we go to up the road. Really um, nice little restaurant in town. And then uh, Richard was like, oh, you know, work's so full on. I feel like I just need a break just before Christmas. Let's go to New York again. And I was like, really? Okay. And then uh, I was like, well, maybe my mum could come as well. So Maybe your stepdad. Yeah. So then we, we just turned it into a big thing. So it really was a once in a lifetime thing because it wasn't just us. No. So there was six of us. And then I sprung a surprise on you. Yes, you did. You came out of the lift in the hotel the day after we got there. <laughs> and uh, And standing in front of me was was my surprise yeah so we we have some really good family in north carolina and unbeknownst to you when i booked the trip to new york two or three weeks prior i also booked flights and accommodation for one of our friends elizabeth to fly out with her partner walt he came out walter came out as well and they had they had two days with us in new york yeah it was it was brilliant he'd never been he'd never been on a plane no well there you go see part of his bucket list exactly it was it was was, was really good to spend time with them because we've watched elizabeth grow up and elizabeth's now a feisty 21 year old and uh homeowner and really really high achiever and she's done really well for herself so it's lovely to see her independent of because we've never seen her without her parents very true we've never seen her in her own element 
I didn't I didn't know how she'd react being in the big because she hadn't been to New York since she was like 15 or 16 yeah well there you go but she said she'd only went for one day so now she's been for two days so you know they, she, she got to go, and, got she, to go she, for three she, they, days they both got to sit on Father Christmas's knee in uh, in Macy's yeah I don't them. think you're too old for that I would oh, just, I'm too old for that I, uh, I haven't checked back through the photos whether I've got a photo but my mum did actually sort of half perch with, with Father Christmas just as we were leaving I was like you could go and talk to him as well you know so she did sort of stand there and I, I need to check all the photos but I'm sure we managed to get a picture of her talking with Father Christmas but it was nice to go to New York at Christmas as we said in the podcast that they do Christmas and New Year probably better than anywhere on the planet I know Sydney and Dubai do all the New Year the New Year fireworks but you've been out to both of those at New Year very different New York isn't it yeah it is but then I don't know I mean we weren't there for, for New Year's but we were just there for Christmas but the lead up was uh, certainly it's quite special but uh, it, it was good to be home it was nice to be home just in time for before Christmas yep. before Christmas just to sort of see some of the family before Christmas and then just to have that downtime over Christmas and I tell you what there is nothing better than Christmas morning when your children have got jet lag and they don't wake up till like eight o'clock. They didn't, yeah, they didn't jump in our beds at five o'clock in the morning. It was like eight eight thirty before they sort of surfaced. Yeah, it jet was lag. amazing. These two jet lag children just didn't want to get out of bed. Totally recommend it. Either that or give your children melatonin or something. That's probably the best thing to do. Or whiskey. I, it's I, festive. I, well, people on people on the podcast listen to podcasts don't know, but I drugged two women on the plane, didn't I? So when I got when I got on the plane, there were two women sitting behind me who were rather loud and I said oh I've got some melatonin if you if you want to, if, to help you sleep and I gave them a tablet of melatonin within 20 minutes of the plane taking off they were both completely catatonic until we got to Heathrow it's hilarious I thought they were going to be loud and rowdy all night yeah I would have been giving you quite big stares had I, had I been sat with you but I was sat in front and I was literally I doped up two passengers I literally got on the plane strapped myself in I had one of the kids with me and we were both well he was asleep before we'd even well, taken off properly. Both the children were asleep before take uh, off. Yeah. But then I went straight to sleep as well. I was so tired. <coughs> but yeah, it's, so it's n- worth having all the extra leg room when you upgrade on the way back. So now I've come, I've come back, and uh, we survived our trip. And I'm, I've somehow picked up Lurgy, which, which started. Lucky for me, started sort of late on Boxing Day. Sure. So uh, you have this history of getting ill over Christmas. You've done it a few times. Well, it's not so much getting ill. I think it's more a case of yeah, eating too much or whatever, which I haven't this year because what I've done is I've basically just overeaten for about six or eight months in the lead up to Christmas. I've been feeding you up on cake. Yeah, so I've eaten so much. I've I've just sort of. I like you curvy. That's what I'm. I'm a chubby chaser. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, so I've kind of I've kind of been in training for Christmas for a long time, and then this this links to to thinking about New Year actually because everyone's like, oh, start of the New Year, I've got to oh, get God. healthy. They have this big thing Detox. where it's like right up until New Dry Year's January. Day, it's like I have to eat all the Christmas food, I have to drink everything because from New Year's Day onwards, I'm being healthy and blah blah blah, and I've never really bought into that much. Because my birthday is just after Christmas and I can't think of anything more depressing than just that little time between Christmas and my birthday of being like, oh, you know, I can't finish off that bit of chocolate log or or the sweets or, or whatever else because it's going to be my birthday anyway. And then it's your birthday, not long after mine. But, but, but I was listening. I, I had a long drive this morning on my way into London and uh, there was this thing on 
Radio 5 this morning and it was about how people do this dry January thing where they give up alcohol to see what a difference it makes their life and they were talking to this mum very very well-to-do mum and she was introduced by the BBC person as a stereotypical mum who drinks and I just thought I'm married to a mum who doesn't feel the need to drink and uh, the BBC painted this picture of this this mum this 30-something mum who started on a she said you know when the children went to bed I'd have a glass of wine. And then, you know, after a few months, that became two glasses of wine. And then I'd have the bottle. And then, you know, at the weekend, I'd have two bottles. So they, they were talking so about think, it as a problem, yeah, though, basically. A problem. And, and I, I thought, this is not a stereotypical problem. I'm sure mums up and down the land can control themselves and don't go from a, a the, the slippery slope from a glass to a bottle a night. Well, as I said... I know, pe- I know there's people do extremes, but for God's sake, this dry thing, you know, if you, if you can't control... I'm a fat guy and I can control myself in front of an open fridge, for God's sake. I know, I know the difference in gluttony and eating. You'd think, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I have I a general rule. I didn't overeat at Christmas. I didn't get drunk at Christmas. <laughs> I had five days without alcohol. I have a general rule that I don't drink on weekdays, really. So I don't I don't fall into that. But yeah, I I just have this thing about, you know, I I just feel like everyone's just going to be boring for my birthday and like no one's going to want to eat birthday cake or go out and drink and stuff because everyone's having this sort of detox January. Didn't we go to a Mexican restaurant last year for your birthday and and or was that later? I just remember you wearing a Mexican hat and looking quite catatonic. No, that was when that was when we went to the cinema and we saw one of the Fifty Shades films. And then we went out oh, for dinner God. at the restaurant next door. And I said, "Why well, quite fancy wine?" And you said, "Let's get a bottle of wine," even though you were driving. So I was basically drinking a lot of it. And then as we walked out to the car, we walked past the Mexican place that had. Uh, some sort of special on cocktails. So we went in there. So we went in there and I had a lot of cocktails and then I wore a sombrero that probably... But this is occasional. We don't drink a lot It wasn't a sombrero you could take home. So I think a lot of people have probably worn that before me and after me. Yeah. It was quite quite, quite amusing. But the New Year thing, I am going to do something. I'm going to lose some weight. I'm determined I'm going to lose some weight. And you I, say it on here. You have no, to. I, I'm going to have to. But I did do this. Do you remember after Christopher, uh, well, after our eldest was born, I did Slimming World. You did. Was that the time you ate a lot of watermelon? I ate a lot of watermelon. I didn't eat any bread. And I ate a lot of crackers. And I lost about 40 pounds. Yes. I think basically if you just don't eat Haribo, you'll probably lose quite a bit. Well, no, I only went to Slimming World. I didn't open. Do you remember I went to Slimming World? I never opened the book. I never looked at it, never did any of the things in the book. I just didn't eat. You and just I went needed to the that public shaming. Yeah, I had two guys at, at the company I worked at who basically shamed me into understanding what empty calories were and what protein and carbohydrates were. And I got when I was, I was traveling a lot in the States and I would go to the gym in the hotel at five o'clock in the morning and sit in the rowing machine and stuff. And I, it did work. But now I've got a, I've got an exercise bike in my office. It's been sat there for a year. Probably. A year. So... You know, I think maybe I need to start using it rather than just hanging my coat and I'm going to start using my exercise bike and eating properly. Well, as I say, you've put it out here now, so it yeah, has to I'm going to do it. I, I, I keep sitting. I mean, tonight I had the journey home from hell. I've been three trains tonight just to get home because trains kept being diverted and all sorts of pits and pieces. It took me four hours to get home tonight. And I kept catching my reflection in that half light as it's starting to get dark. You catch your reflection in the opposite train windows in an empty carriage. And I thought, oh my God, one, I look like my dad, but two, I look old. 
and I look old because I'm carrying too much weight. And I and you I, are getting old, though. To be I fair, am, I am getting old. A friend of ours, my best man Phil, he sent a photo of me tonight drinking a bottle of Newcastle Brown Ale in 1990. Uh, so I was 17, 18 when the photo was taken, and uh, I look good. You did. I, I sometimes I, mean, I can't think... turn the clock back. Only time I've seen pictures of you where you were sort of in your teenage years or early twenties. I, but I apart, look apart from the slightly bad dress sense, I do look at you and I think, you know, I don't know if I've missed you in your prime. I was in my prime, yeah. You whereas did I, miss me in whereas your prime. I'm now like a woman. Doesn't a woman hit a prime in her thirties? So I, she I'm does. in my prime yeah, now. Yeah, I, I've, 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 I've lucked, lucked in. Yeah, you know, do excuse you the. You lucked out. Do excuse the sort of sticky hand prints all over me from from kids and the crumbs from eating biscuits on the sofa but yeah this is me and my prime aren't you lucky i am lucky but also i'm gonna do some stuff i'm gonna we're gonna clear the house out we're gonna have a massive non-emotional clear out aren't we well it's very non-emotional for me because it's mostly your crap we'll be getting rid of so yeah it's not not crap it's stuff that i have collected accumulated accumulated over the years but i haven't i've got a rule if i haven't looked at something for two years i'm getting rid of it okay regardless of what it is regardless of the value it goes so we are going to be doing a massive clear out in the next yeah, I guess two or three weeks. As a New Year thing, I I don't. I need really, to do it because it's starting to wind me up. I don't really have any sort of New Year's resolution things as such. My big New Year's resolution last year, which I've really stuck to, was I was determined not to buy the children any more Kinder eggs or those little surprise eggs. Like I mean, they don't really watch them. You, now, can't, you can't get them in America because they're illegal. You can buy an AR fifteen, AR thirty machine gun, but you can't buy Kinder eggs. I yeah. think you can buy Kinder Joys though now but anyway this little surprise eggs uh, the the children used to watch a lot of videos on youtube of people opening surprise eggs and i used to buy them all the time but then i suddenly realized we had a big plastic container full of these rubbish little plastic toy things which i for some reason would keep but but then it got to a point where every time they had one of these eggs they'd build the little thing which didn't always fit together properly and then i'd just chuck it out and then i was left with loads of these empty eggshell things from the from the surprise toys not the kinder ones um which i just donated to the school now because they can use them for something useful but i have managed to stick to that all of last year and now i don't think they ever asked me i i just say i'm not going to buy them it's probably one of those things like a phase thing yeah but also one of those things they won't question like today when i was out and our youngest said oh i want to get a magazine and i said remember mummy can't buy magazines because i don't have the right coins and i've said that loads of times and they think for some reason you need some sort of special money to buy magazines and only uh daddy you, and granddad we, we, have we, that we money explained on the podcast where you lie to the children i do lie to the children i was telling my mum earlier how i'd been eating some of their christmas chocolates and she was shocked and she was like oh my goodness that's so bad and i said they get so many chocolate and sweets and i don't want them eating it all and it goes to waste and why not why can't i eat them they wouldn't notice exactly because it all gets taken away and put in a cupboard and uh, I, well, I said they wouldn't notice because I do it too. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there's only there's I only certain things of theirs that you'll eat. One day the children are going to listen to these podcasts and realise that one, you lie to them; two, that mummy and daddy have been eating their goodies. Well, we won't be able to now. Well, I can. I'm, maybe I I'm going to be one I'm of those be on people. A diet. I know you're going to be on a diet, and I'll just sit there and just like stuff my face. But you're going to have to be part of it. You're going to have to 
control the portions that you give me because sometimes you give me a meal and it's just like, enormous and gone for the time being are our cheese fests Oh, we've had so much cheese this Christmas. That's like the best thing about Christmas is the cheese. We had half a refrigerator full of cheese, just full of cheese. I was going to say, you can't you can't get on this new year, new me thing too fast because I've just bought a kilo of Stilton cheese. Oh, you did. So <laughs> we have to wait to start the diet until um, both the what Stilton... What do you mean we? I, I well, didn't say I'm partaking in this. Well... <coughs> I, I, I'm sure you can have Stilton on a diet if you have it in small portions. I'm sure in small portions it's protein with some description. It's got milk in it. It's got yeah, milk it's a good flavour. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I'm not I'm not committing myself to this. To no, I'm gonna. No, I'm genuinely thing. gonna do it. one because I, I'm in my mid forties. I'm forty five soon. I don't want to have the risk of type two diabetes. I want to grab see the you know my my kids prosper and stuff. Um, but also I was in my office today and um, bless him. But um, our CEO listens to this podcast and he asked me, he said, why haven't you done a New Year's podcast? And Mike, we are recording the New Year's podcast now and um, I'm going on the record that I'm going to lose some timber. I think this, this year is going to be a challenge enough. I'm going to lose some weight. I feel- I'm, I'm, but I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the kids. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it because I... I'm sick of going into shops so do, and do having to go have... right to the back of the, the rails to go XXL or XXXXL, 4XL or whatever. I'm sick of doing it. I hate it. I, uh, I'm i thinking now, like, are we going to have to have some official... Sure, you I know, don't like, mind. Uh, we, 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 we can do, we can do the, the porky meter, the porkometer. We could do we, we could do a, a we weekly weigh-in. We, could, we, do could, a, we could, do, could do a weekly weigh-in and put it on the can podcast. Can I put photos off of you in your pants? No. My dad did that. You've just reminded me. My dad, in the late 1980s, I must have been about 13 or 14, did a charity diet one year, and he got weighed outside the village shop in just his boxer shorts. Can we do this with you? On the scale, can we go? To the can we go up village. to Little Tesco? You know how shy my father. I've told you how shy my father was. He was weighed just in his boxer shorts. Just in his boxer shorts in front of the village shop. To do that, that's I could never do that in a million years. Do so you know what I've guy. just remembered? In our local shopping centre, there is there is one of those big things of scales that you can stand on. I think it, no, where I you put 50p and it gives you a printout. Can you go and stand on that in your boxer no, shorts? No, it won't be accurate. And it tells you your body the, mass index. Do you know why I'm not going to? Because it, it, it'll probably laugh at me or burp or something. Go, ha ha, you're fat. What if, you're because fat. obviously boxer shorts, is there is a nudity issue. What if I sent you to do it in the green Power Ranger outfit? I'm not doing it in the Power Ranger outfit. I'm not doing it in Lycra. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to put a, a like no. morph suit on. For oh, well, you. May- maybe we'll do some sort of like before and after thing there. Yeah, sure. And I've done that before. I remember taking photos four or five years ago when I lost the weight. You saw how big the trousers were and the shirts were and stuff, and I was dwarfed by them. If you don't already follow our um, Facebook page, you which really is should. Not quite what the afterglow or one word. Then you really should because obviously we're we're going to have some sort of photos up on there. But I'm also going to complement it with some exercise, and I don't mean gym memberships because we've done that before and it's a waste of money. So. I've got my exercise bike in my office. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start doing some conference calls on the exercise bike, on mute. I think I can do it. Because some of these people, you see these idiots who have running desks. You know, they've got the treadmill and the standing desk. And I've just thought, what an arsehole. Why would you do that? It's just like, and and, and apologies to my two friends who've got them, but at some point they're going to forget and they're going to have massive accidents when they take a mouthful of timber. 
when they forget to turn the thing on or turn the thing off. I just don't understand the whole thing about standing desks. I don't get it at all. It's just the, the, the stuff of lunacy. So that's your focus for, for this year? The focus for the first six months this year is actually writing. Um, I'm gonna, I, I want to do a lot. We've said before, one of the things that you like me doing is travel. You I like do, I do, I do like you doing a bit of travel just so I can starfish, and uh, and just enjoy having a quiet and peaceful house. And I've had six or seven years of travel, and um, it's it's amazing how your life changes. You don't, you go through fads of things. And I was away a lot last year, and I was away a lot the year before. And I've decided that 2018, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. Well, also, I suppose if you're going to be sort of healthier and stuff like that, it's easier to do it when you're at home It is, because when I'm travelling, when I'm travelling in different time zones and also in hotels and stuff and on the road, the temptation to be in a motorway cafe, well, they don't exist anymore, but the temptation to use a service station and grab a Burger King. I mean, tonight, out of necessity, I grabbed, there's very little healthy to come by at Paddington Station. Unless you're going to go to a supermarket and get some you should have taken, quinoa salad. Do you know what something. you should have done? You should have let me make you some emergency uh, marmalade sandwiches, I was which I do good. sometimes do for you. I'm I padding was very to station. Good. I was very good at lunchtime or two o'clock in the afternoon. I, I did have a wholemeal bread sandwich and some fruit. So, I, But then I probably knocked it back with a litre of pineapple juice, which probably has like 5,000 calories in it. So I wasn't that good. Oh, a, a pineapple. Did that not go straight through you? That's no, not at all. It was really nice. I supped it all afternoon while I was on conference calls. It was great. It was really nice, actually. Waitrose. Waitrose pineapple juice. Recommend oh. it. But my point still remains is, again, I let myself down. I, I have the, the small wholemeal bread and a banana, and then I have pure sugar. Yeah. So it's about educating myself about what I'm putting into my system. And part of the exercise... Um, I think I'm going to put one of my drum kits up. I'm going to put my electric drum kit up. I'm not going to put my big... I've got two big drum kits. I've got a big studio drum kit and a big stage drum kit. And I'm going to get rid of those. I promise you. It's okay. gone there. It's, this is on the record. So I have a big... If anybody knows anybody who looks like Animal from the Muppets and wants a big 22-piece stage double bass drum kit with all these massive cymbals and racks and stuff like you see 80s pop stars play 80s drums play i've got one it's for sale and i've also got a studio drum kit which i'm going to sell as well so they're going so you're going to get gonna on keep, the electronic kit i'm going to get my big electronic kit out and i because it folds up i'm going to put it up, up are you going to wear a sweatband i'm going to wear a sweatband and i've got i've, I've got no i've got them for the wrists already they've been in my drawer for about three years <laughs> i've got sweatbands for my wrists but it's not just about that do you remember a few years ago i actually had a stroke yeah and this year, I've promised myself that I'm going to start using that electric drum kit because that is a great way of losing weight. It's a fantastic way of losing weight. It's repetition exercise. It's upper body exercise. It's a great way of losing weight. Do you know you what I think the big thing about it is as well? If you've got drumsticks in your hand, you can't have sweets in your hand or sandwiches. Well, Salad cream sandwiches, that's your downfall. I'm going to stop. Bread, bread, bread and potatoes and cheese. Salad cream sandwiches, though. Well, yeah, any sandwich of any description and, and, and toast and marmalade for breakfast. You know, I've got to eat more healthy and I've got to start being more sensible about what I do. Otherwise, I'm going to die. I'm going to get tight to diabetes or I'm going to die. And that's not... I want to grow up. I want to be here when my kids grow up. But also... I am sick of being a certain body shape and I want to do something about it. So publicly on the record, not quite the afterglow, I'm saying to the rest of the world, I'm going to do something about it. And, you know, there's no one who can do it apart from me. 
no. You've yeah. got to have. You've got to be there, and you've got to. If I go to, to a gym, it. I feel very ill at ease when you see the gym bunny guy who's on the step machine or who's on the spinning bike and who's taking it ever so seriously. And every time I've been to a gym, which is quite a lot over the last few years, um, I felt very ill at ease. Not because of my body shape, just because I can't be asked. I have this thing, like I've, I've spoken to people about gyms and stuff before. And honestly, people who go to the gym who are being serious about what they're doing at the gym really don't care about anybody else because they're so focused on what they're doing for their own workout. And I can't be asked. They don't they don't look at everybody. But else. also, I'm not being funny, they don't earn a lot of money. So, and that, and, that, and that's a sweeping statement. No, it's true. I mean, people who've got time to do that stuff haven't got time to build a company or a career and I'm too busy doing stuff to do that crap. So, my job is, and I don't care if you don't like it, that that's just it. I'm very focused on what I do, which is I'm, I'm a businessman, but also I'm a dad, and that has to come first and foremost. So I'm not going to stand in the gym on a treadmill or go through an exercise program with the health practitioner or whatever. I'm going to lose some weight by being sensible and re-educating myself about food, doing some exercise that I'm going to enjoy, and that is going to be my New Year's resolution for 2018. So we'll keep you posted on how it's going. We may even do a weigh-in online. Who knows? Or post some photos of scales so I can't get... I just want to post a picture of you in your pants, to be honest. I'm not going to put a picture of my pants on, not quite the after... I'm just not going to Or my it. pants. I'm not going to wear your pants in a public place. I don't Again. Wear your pa- Again. They were, that was an accident. It didn't. I didn't mean to cross-dress. That was just because you left them out and... I just I just don't dark. have any. I've, I've sort of jokingly said that my resolution is to write 2018 instead of 2017 all the time. Because, what, 2018 instead of 2017. Yeah, exactly. That's my New Year's resolution, and I reckon by a couple of weeks in, I'll have that down. Because at the moment, I'm still completely... Uh, to be fair, until the children are back at school, which is later this week, I, I really don't even know what day it is at the moment. <laughs> because uh, it, everything's just sort of moulding into a continual eating of ch- chocolate log, to be honest. <laughs> but I think you get to a point where you realise that you've done death by Christmas and you have to start chucking stuff out you can't just eat it because it's there yeah I'm almost at the point of being cheesed out we've had a lot of cheese I was on a train a few weeks ago and the train in front of it derailed and I was abandoned by the train driver or the entire carriage was in it was a little three carriage train we were abandoned in the middle of nowhere you had to come and rescue me I did indeed you messaged me to say where you were and I said I had zero idea of where that was. I'd never I'd never heard of this place before, so I had to Google where it was and I was like, Oh my goodness, you're like nearly forty five minutes away in the middle of nowhere. So I went to pick him up and literally just round the corner from the train station in Bruton there, in Somerset. There was a place where they make an amazing cheese that we've that had we before. Love. It's called Godminster. Godminster yeah. Farm cheese. And it's a it's like a smoked cheddar cheese. We've never been to the farm shop before, but we've seen them at different No, I, I mean I didn't even know where, where they were. We've just seen them at, at different events. And we bought bought it at different venues. Yeah, so I literally shops. I picked you up in the car and then I said, It's not all bad news because they're there is a this cheese shop just around the corner and from the I station. I didn't need to be told twice. We were we were there. No, we were straight in there. We were straight in Massive there. Massive thing of cheese. We bought we back. we went in and we bought just over a kilo of cheese. Yes. Well, it's, it, but now we're, we've eaten about half of that nearly. I'd say. So they make a few cheeses, but one of them is a smoked cheddar. Godminster smoked cheddar. It just tastes like cheddar and bonfire. It's it does. Amazing. It tastes like you've actually sat 
when when you bite into it, it tastes just like bonfire night. It, because it's not one of the traditional churches where people they paint the flavouring onto it and then they let it mature. No, this, this is, is properly, properly smoked. smoked, and it is it's one of the most awesome cheeses you can buy in Britain. One of the things I love about it is it goes so well with cider. Like I'm I'm a proper West Country girl, and that's a, it's a real like summer set type thing to uh, to have your cheese and your cider and that's that's me that's that's me well, happy we're, we're very lucky because we've got this caged age cheddar from cheddar gorge that's just down the road 20 minutes down the road and then we've got the godminster cheddar and then we've got the cheese shop in Froome. what's it called sagebury cheese I think sagebury have... cheese we talked about this on the podcast yeah. before it's a cheese emporium there's a, there's one around the corner in Bradford we've not been to yet, but this is a cheese emporium. You go in there, and I've spent I've gone in there and spent forty or fifty quid before on cheddar, and this is why I am the size I am. Yeah, <laughs> this is because I I am basically powered by dairy products. I'm powered by cheese, and I will think nothing of having you know cheese love- a cheese sandwich for most people's little thin slices where I'll have I'll have a massive wedge of yeah, cheese with see, some like, pickled if onions. If I make you a cheese sandwich it's I grate cheese. cheese. I yes. grate cheese. Always grated cheese whereas goes further. It. Whereas you cut it so it's loads more. I sure. mean you made me some uh, cheese muffins when we came back home on Boxing Day and they were just an just so much cheese. It was amazing. I don't I, 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 love I lack self control. Cheese is I lack self control. Yeah but I the problem is right but it doesn't just stop at cheese. If you have cheese, you have cider. And how many calories? 400 calories in a, in a, in a glass of cider? 500 calories? It's just pure sugar. Yeah. 90 calories in a slice of bread, plus the fat in the cheese, etc., etc., and the rennet. It's it's basically cardiac arrest time. And I've got to do something about it because I lost my dad when he was 52. I'm 45 soon. I don't want to go the same way that he went. He had a problem with food as well. And... I think it's because when you when you get to a certain level of personal financial freedom, you don't think about what you're eating, whereas sometimes when you're living on a budget, you do. Well, I guess yes and no. I, I think it just oh, depends come on. on your priorities. Come on, when we go to a restaurant, do I... Do, do, I mean, we, you, you're you, terrible for ordering at a restaurant because what you do, what I would say, is a panic order. Like we will discuss beforehand what we're going to order, and then someone will come over, and then you just go in a panic, and you're just like, "Uh," and I'll have I'll have this starter and and these side dishes, and and then the food will come, and I'll be like, "Why have you ordered all this stuff?" I'll and you do it. you panic order. It's like if you go to like a Chinese or something, if you haven't like pre-agreed and gone through everything. You'll just like look at the menu and just pick out loads of stuff, and we'll end up with twice as much as we need. Because we'll you, you have like, but it's not like a greed thing. It's for, it's, it's not. a panic order. It's well, like a panic I don't know if thing. it is because I think oh I'd like a little bit of that and I'd like a little bit. You can't just I know, bite but a you little don't, bit off. You don't think it through as like the whole meal. You don't visualise like how many things that's going to be on I a table. I think I try and justify it to myself. I was at Paddington Station at Burger King tonight, and I had a double whopper. Not because I wanted a double whopper, but because it made more financial sense when I was working out the cost of things up there. It's like a whopper was yeah, but like, that's like this, that's but like for twenty p a- more I could have that, and then for ninety p more I could supersize it. But it was only when I was sitting down eating it, I thought, do you know what? All I've got is a little bit more drink and a few more chips because the burgers are still the same size burger. Yeah, of course. So I was really I've spent ninety p to have a hundred mil more Coca Cola and ten grams more fries. So who's the fool there? Exactly, and I don't think I don't, that's uh, the thing. Again, you're not, that's my education. You're getting better value, but you're not really if you're 
getting but I'm looking at from the yeah exactly I'm looking at from the value the weight the cost per weight you know it's four pound per kilo or whatever it is that's what I'm looking at and that's what I do when I go to supermarkets and I buy stuff I look at the you know the, the number of the, the, the amount of cheese you get in your in the kilo or whatever or whatever it is or the amount of wine in the bottle per liter or the amount actually it's gin it's never wine and that that's another thing I counted that we got I got 15 bottles of wine unopened downstairs oh, it's because I've been poorly 15 over bottles of gin. 15 bottles of gin on the side. Plus, no, six, 16, there's one open. There's at least six or seven bottles of whiskey downstairs. Again, I don't... Alcohol is one of those things where it's empty calories. I know, but the thing is, you've got this because you like these different things, I like but gin. you don't drink them very often. So, But, but no, it, the, no the normal person grows. has 16 bottles of gin. 16 wow. litres of gin or whatever. No, that's very true. I mean, I'm still... I dread to think how long my... I've got some rum downstairs. I dread to think how long that's been there. Actually, it hasn't. I bought it. I bought it last year for making mojitos. I bought you bought oh, you a yes. of spiced rum, so it's only been there about six months. Oh, okay. But uh, it will probably be. And there then for I've got a spare a bottle of gin at your mother's house, and I've got a spare bottle of gin at, at my mother's house. So it just duplicates itself. So I think. I think basically, if I just cut the gin out. But that's the thing. If you're I not drinking the, it. That's why there's so much. Because I know because I don't drink actually it. drink it. I mean, I would love to sit down and just have a gin fest, but I haven't. I haven't had the time or the inclination. Or we've been working. So, news resolution is stop drinking so much gin, uh, stop eating so much cheese, and try and have some self control. Get rid of some drums. Play some drums. I mean, these are do, all good. Do conference calls on my exercise bike. These are all things that I am wholly supportive of and are beneficial to me. But I feel bad, like I'm not making any New Year's resolution things. Eat less but cake. I feel like I should. If I buy you less cake, you'll eat less cake. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't buy, buy it. I, buy, I don't buy I, the cake. I buy you cakes every week. I will eat less cake after my birthday. As far as I'm concerned, between Christmas and my birthday. I'm not going to buy you a birthday cake then. It's a continual thing. I'm not so, going to buy, I'll buy you some dust for your birthday. You're not going to have a cake. Well, you can. You could help the children make me a cake. No, we don't do things like that. Do you know, I've had some amazing birthday cakes. My favourite one being when I asked my mum, I said I didn't want like a normal birthday cake. I wanted birthday cake. You're going to be 36 this year. You're yeah. not going to have a birthday cake from... Just This is ridiculous. I'm going to say, say to people, get us something else. I bought you a hat for Christmas. What's that got to do with a cake? Oh, can we birthday? just say, can we just say... On the podcast, when we were in Times Square, what did you say about you? What What did you want? I made a, 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 throwaway, a, jo- comment. a throwaway comment about how I didn't really want anything for Christmas because I have everything I need. And obviously, I just, like every girl, I just want lots of diamonds. And what was in my pocket? And, uh, yeah, I didn't realise that at the time, Richard had my eternity ring that he had bought for me. We, we've talked over we've uh spoken earlier this year about me having an eternity ring we met 10 years ago we've been married for five years we've had all our children and uh we'd sort of discussed me having a an eternity ring and i'd flown to new york with with a, one in a, your pocket a, a 18 karat gold diamond ring in my pocket nursed it through immigration and customs into the states because i was fully intent on giving it to you but you sort of ruined it by going on there and saying well you want it was diamonds if i got it out then it would have looked cheesy but i the thing is i just i just said that because it's like a but you didn't know you didn't know that diamonds. i'd already i'd already made the purchase and got it sized and done all the homework etc etc so i know and it was lovely and i i very much appreciate it but now i i feel like i can't joke about diamonds or or anything 
Well, I didn't give it to you till we got back to the UK when you didn't you didn't expect it, and we were sitting on the sofa downstairs watching a box set on Netflix or something, and I got it out of my pocket, wrapped up, and gave it to you. You, you didn't did. expect it. It wasn't a Christmas present. It was no. It was a well. It was just a, a special thing. So I'm I'm very appreciative of that. See, but I have to be very See. careful now. Yeah, I have to just be careful what I say to you. So when you ask me what I want for my birthday, I'll have to really think carefully. Although I I would quite like some knives actually. I'm not buying you knives. You did buy no, me knives that, that, one Christmas, and then before Christmas, realised that when I was heavily, well, fairly heavily pregnant, that giving your partner knives as a Christmas present when they haven't asked for them it's is whole probably Bill, it's a, a whole, bad idea. It's a whole Bill Murray Scrooge thing. He does that in Scrooge when the ghost of Christmas past comes. But back it's and shows okay him. if you actually want knives, which I think I do want some knives. Knives for what? Carving knives and stuff. Well, yeah, for in the kitchen, not throwing knives. Oh, okay. I don't know. You might. You might. Don't get me wrong. I I'm quite good at spinning plates. I I don't know what don't happened to my spinning plates. I don't want you starting doing martial arts and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm not getting into th- to throwing knives. Yeah, kitchen knives. I think would be would be. So a you want present. knives for your birthday? So on the record, you've said you want knives for your birthday. So if I get you knives for your birthday, a listening audience has heard you say that you want a crappy present for your birthday present. Yeah, but it's not crappy if it's something I want or I well, need. Here's if you the bought thing. them for your me birthday, and I did Your birthday is less than two weeks away now, theoretically. Yeah. But if it if that's the thing, it's like the time when I had two frying pans for Christmas, and you said I refuse to buy you frying pans, and I said no, I actually want these frying pans, and they're special, they're good ones. So that makes it okay. It's only when somebody doesn't ask for it that it makes a bad present. And you're normally good with presents. You bought me a lovely hat a for fedora. Christmas, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. You know, at, at first I, I wasn't sure because the kids are really into Indiana Jones at the minute. And I thought maybe it was something to do with that. But actually it was a, a very stylish, lovely hat. A very expensive, stylish, lovely hat. But more than anything else, I bought you some nice presents. But for me, Christmas isn't just about buying things it's about buying things where people look at it and think oh we actually put some thought into that yes well i put thought into your presents i bought you some gin <laughs> you bought me some gin yeah and uh, two or three people bought me in fact no your dad bought me gin uh your sister-in-law bought me gin and you bought me gin well you you like gin and, and you're ha- hard to buy for i hadn't included those bottles in so that that's more gin i hadn't included it, in that to be talent. fair the gin i bought you wasn't just regular gin it was a special bakewell which we've left at your cherry mom's. and almond flavour, which yeah, so that's seventeen bottles of gin special, I now have. Something right. special for you, but uh, I do I do try. I I buy you clothes that you need and pants and socks because you can never have enough. And the podcast, I I was hoping the podcast was going to change slightly. The podcast was going to change, and we were going to have a new intro because a couple of people have a lot of people have commented on how good the intro was for New York. Yes, well, it's nice to do something a bit different, isn't it? But we were going to change the intro and the exit on the on the current podcast, and uh, I've been messaging with Ralph Garman, Ralph Garman, who's a US film actor, and uh, we've been talking. And whether we do something or not, I don't know. Right now, he's too busy, but we are seriously thinking about doing something. Yes. Right. Well, on that note, thank you for listening to episode sixteen. Yes, join us next week for episode 17. And uh, as we'll, I say... We'll, ha- we'll actually have a written down wait. Yeah, I was going to say, keep your eye on the uh, Not Quite the Afterglow Facebook page. The for, diet starts here. For some sort of uh, diet-related Look, I can't, stuff. I can't run away from it if, it, if it's live Oh, no, you said it now. I mean, yeah, you I know, we're, we're one step away from putting it on a billboard outside. Sure, we can do that. Thank you for listening to episode 16. Come back next week. See you soon.
Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe via iTunes on your Apple device. If you are an Android user, we recommend using CastBox, available free from the Google Play Store. Find us on Facebook. Search Not Quite the Afterglow.